Hi everyone, and welcome to the Caffeine Buzz podcast, where we talk about life, health, and everything in between. I'm your host, Katie. And I'm your host, Taylor. We hope you enjoy the podcast and join us in being over-caffeinated and opinionated. Okay, it's on. Okay. Well, this is take two. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The first recorded podcast for episode three it just was, didn't flow yeah it just didn't feel right we we shared some stuff and yeah like i think what we touched on was really good but we went into the episode with a very specific um topic in yeah. mind and it kind of just took away from the natural flow right. of our conversations because i think we kept trying to redirect it to that specific topic and yeah i don't want to not stay on a specific topic in the future but i yeah. think it just needs to flow yeah. a little better than it, it did it's just kind so. of funny because like both of us for some reason <laughs> we're so out of it like you would talk and i'd go blank <laughs> and then like, i'd be like coming up i would be like oh i got an answer no i i would as soon as you started slowing down in your conversation <laughs> my freaking my brain was like okay now you need to come up with something and i yeah. i had nothing in my head yeah just it, it just didn't feel right that no. day i don't know so this is take two yeah um i think yeah we're going into this one now um not really with anything specific in mind i think we can just talk about maybe our week what we did yeah um because we had pretty busy weeks both you and i yeah so we can probably touch on that a little bit yeah so so what were your biggest things this week for you um well i mean i did my cpr course on the weekend which was good um it's one of those things that you like always put off and then when you finally do it you're like oh it really wasn't that yeah, bad now it's over and it's so, like it but never I, even I mean as you know I dreaded it all week and then yeah. once I did it I was like you know what yeah I'm happy I got it done so yeah, that's good that's probably the biggest and then I did hear back from a couple job applications finally mm-hmm. which was it's exciting like the next step <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's it, things are kind of looking up but what'd you get up to <laughs> I love when you ask me that. Like, <laughs> we didn't just spend a whole week whole together, like all of our time together. Um, what did I do this week? Of course, I've honestly been procrastinating on school. I don't know what it is. Like, I'm up to date. I'm not falling behind. I haven't missed anything, but like mm-hmm. my mindset hasn't been there for it. I know I've I've done things. I've done yeah. what I need, but it just it feels like a lot, and I'm just not motivated to do it. I don't know. But what else did I do? Oh, I worked. I don't know if I was already working or if I had my first shift yet in a podcast. I don't think you too. have. Or at least we didn't talk I about think it. I, I know I, you mentioned that you got yeah. the job at Hair Designers. Yeah, but. so I've had a couple of shifts there. It's actually good. It's fun. I think my favorite part, and I talked to the, the girl that was training me, how I've never had a job that didn't have a uniform. Yeah. And I was like, this is like luxury for me. I get to finally, my clothes Express are collecting yourself. dust. Yeah in my room like I wear track pants leggings and sweaters now like which is great but I do still love dressing up Mm -hmm. and you know I have a fashion sense that I haven't been able to express and even though it's one day a week like the hairdressers dress nice like they have like style so I'm like this is my time to shine I've worn black both times I definitely think this job is like very much up your alley because yeah. you have such a good sense of organization oh yeah to the point where it even puts me to shame i'm a pretty organized person but 
I mean, if you guys were even to see my desk compared to Taylor's, <laughs> it puts me to shame. I'm, I'm a pretty organized I person. A, but to put it in perspective, I have a giant whiteboard calendar like hanging up on the wall. I have a desktop, like computer, and my laptop on a mount. Like, and I have my everything's organized. I have sticky notes all over my desk. Yeah. Um, a dying plant. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my dying plant. You don't take care of. <laughs> But yeah, so it's just been like busy, but not busy. I know it's kind of weird, like feeling busy, but also when you look back at what you did during the day, you're like, did I actually even do anything? Mm -hmm. Like this morning, we were both. (laughs) 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 Last night, we were like, we're getting up early. We have to be productive tomorrow. Like, I have this, this, and that to do. (laughs) Katie wakes me up at 11. I woke up like confused because I was like, what? It's 11 a.m. And then we watched Too Hot to Handle for like three hours. (laughs) We literally were sitting there like, I hadn't even brushed my teeth yet. And like, we're both wrapped up in blankets just watching a show. But like my biggest motto with that is I can't force myself to mm-hmm. do something I, I'm not I don't have the energy for yeah like and now once I you know I relaxed I did I took it easy this morning and then I was like okay I ate I felt good so I worked out and yeah. then and then that's when my day started so I was running on my own clock you know like I and now I feel accomplished I've showered yeah, I've organized it first I, yeah mm-hmm. I put my laundry away if I had done it this morning it wouldn't have felt like I wouldn't have felt accomplished it would have felt like oh my god I don't know it's just so weird I, I would have done the exact same thing had I done it this morning but my mindset about it would have been you know different, different yeah and I think you just got it done on your own terms yeah I think that's what's changed a lot about me over like the quarantine stuff because I've had like a lot of time and I find I'm a lot less stressed just by taking it easy take doing things when I have the motivation for it I've learned it's just I don't know it makes I'm less stressed I mm-hmm. find of, of course there's still deadlines and and stuff I'm not I get caught being lazy sometimes like sometimes I really could be productive and I kind of use an excuse like oh I don't have the energy to do it I'm not gonna do it mm-hmm. but overall I find doing things when I have the energy and I know I could put effort into it is something that I feel very like good about doing. Well you taught me that like since I've been home that's something I struggled with is mm-hmm. even if I didn't feel like doing anything I often found myself forcing myself mm-hmm. to do it and then I you know even if it was forcing myself to do something I enjoy I started not enjoying those things that I enjoyed yeah because I was forcing myself to do them whereas now yeah. you tell me you're like honestly it's fine yeah if you brush your teeth today good job yeah like literally and i mean i'm so because you did that, that willingly yeah. you did it like i want to do it so i'm gonna go do it right now so it's mm-hmm. like you and then you look back on it and you're like okay like that's all i did and i wanted to do that and that's fine mm-hmm. so like i'm huge on that of course i i would love to be you know wake up earlier and, and get all my stuff done <laughs> by 8 a.m and like you know work out and then like have a whole day but it just doesn't work like that mm-hmm. and it's an expectation I know I can't meet and I don't feel like there's guilt in it you know I slept until 11 I was like oh, like I I should have gotten up earlier yeah. I should have done that but it's like you know what no I didn't yeah so I'm gonna do it when I want to and I'm gonna try to you know tomorrow or try mm-hmm. in a week like when I want to well it's like how <laughs> all last week I was like 
was like hey taylor next week i'm gonna go for a walk every single yeah. day I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my ten thousand steps in because gyms open up next week yeah. finally so yeah. in my head i was like i'm gonna do something every day like the week leading up just to get myself in a place where i'm not absolutely gonna destroy my body the first mm-hmm. day back um yeah i looked outside today and it was snowing so it literally is, <laughs> I, it's I winter the- katie <laughs> it's going to snow every day i was like you know it's it's not really nice out i i'm not gonna walk but yeah. i mean i didn't force it like i would love to be that person that goes out and goes for a walk because i truly yeah. enjoy walking but yeah i mean like we just said we were both up at basically noon we watched netflix for the majority of the day <laughs> but oh well, i'm doing what i can and i think that's yeah. all I, that matters sorry a little side note i just took a sip of my coffee and i realized there's a huge hair in there and i don't know if i should pick it out or not i wasn't gonna say anything but i knew i was gonna start laughing about it so i was like i have to i have to say it out loud i mean i, I think i'm just gonna Oh, I was going to say, try and throw it. <laughs> yeah, until you've got a hair down your throat. Yeah, I'll pick it out. If you hear some, like, swishing, it's me getting my, <laughs> the hair out of my coffee. Oh, but, is, sorry, anyways, go ahead. Yeah, you're interrupting. But I was just going to ask you, like, what do you think people should do? Or, like, what are you thinking in preparation for the gym's opening? Like, where is your mindset? Um, Not to go overboard. I mean given the time of year two this lockdown couldn't have happened at a worse time because a lot of people already had it in their head you know january 1st i'm back in the gym or i'm gonna start the gym i'm gonna start this journey and i think because it's been pushed back even more people are gonna want to go like balls to the wall you Mm -hmm. know the first day they're Mm -hmm. gonna want i mean me me myself i'm so competitive i'm gonna be day one in the gym and guaranteed i'm gonna go lift the weights that i typically lift and i'm gonna have to remind myself to yeah. not do that you know what i mean yeah. take it slow your body will thank you for it down the road 100 yeah. percent. you know what i mean work yourself back up to the weights it's not gonna if you're someone who's already been going to the gym getting back into routine is gonna be a lot more beneficial if you take it yeah. slower you yeah. know what i mean i'm gonna work my strength back up i'm gonna make the progress i was making before in due time yeah you know whereas if i go in and i just ego lift Mm-hmm. per se it's not, my body's gonna hate me for it yeah i'm gonna and you'll feel more defeated right because yeah, you're gonna exactly. like push push and you're gonna like maybe not lift as much as you were yeah and then you're gonna feel so disappointed that it might you know trigger negative thoughts about the gym yeah and you don't want that i was also thinking you know from my point of view like who's not normally a gym rat the thought of like for people who got had these big plans to really push themselves and go to the gym like myself like I was ready to start remember I was like I I would love like for you to come with me so I can get started now that you know our like most people kind of set like January 1st or like you know New Year's resolution I'm going to start I wonder if being pushed back has made people feel very defeated because you know me like when I if I miss a week of working out I'm less motivated to start again Mm -hmm. well that's why so many people I don't want to say fail, but they fail. They don't they don't keep up with these so-called resolutions, right? And it will be interesting to see um if those people who, you know, wanted to start mm-hmm. January 1st will even show up. Yeah. Cuz for all yeah. I know they will, you know, and just consider this new start date just later or if they're just yeah. they've given up on the idea completely. Yeah. I guess just like my advice 
an opinion is like don't feel like because you didn't start when you wanted to that you can't start now Mm -hmm. you know because you literally just have to start and I was something that's something I struggle with personally is like oh I didn't start last week so why start now yeah you know I feel like I could have made all that progress so like I'm just even worse than I was a month ago when I could have started like oh I made it harder for myself to start you know what I mean like I'm the longer I go without doing it in my head I'm like the worse I'm getting so the harder it's gonna get Mm -hmm. even though you just have to start so I wonder I hope like you know the people um that are nervous about the gym like still give it a try yeah like don't feel defeated if you think like I do anyways one thing that puts me at I don't want to say ease but just kind of helps me get me through it is that I'm not alone in this and I mean I have to be honest with people too people ask me you know what are you doing for home workouts or what are you doing I haven't done anything mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. haven't got I maybe hit maybe hit 3,000 steps a day I'm getting up and just getting through my days I'm not going yeah. for walks I'm not doing home workouts mind you I was sick for most of mm-hmm. this time um but I'm not I'm not doing anything and I think there's comfort on knowing that other people are kind of like that too like when I start January 31st when gyms open up again everyone in there or majority of the people are going to be starting over yeah you know and there's a little bit of comfort in that where you know I'm not going to be going in there and you know Bob Joe who lifts a ton of weight he's also going to be set back that little bit you know there's a little bit of comfort in that but yeah I mean being someone who struggles mentally through these lockdowns um like I I, it's a light at the end of the tunnel Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and I think that's the only thing getting me through this last little bit is that I knew there was going to be a light at the end of the tunnel for this one so I wasn't as um in the dumps as previous lockdowns because the other ones it was always oh we're gonna reassess we're gonna reassess we're gonna reassess whereas Mm -hmm. I knew I was like there's no way this is gonna get extended I was like they're gonna open it was different this time yeah which definitely helped I mean I still struggle a lot yeah not being in the gym but it definitely wasn't as bad this time and I mean I think considering like you know you've moved a bunch of times you were just getting settled it's almost better that you were forced into a break Mm -hmm. because you were forced to take care of your mental health yeah you know and you had time to reset and now you're motivated again think Mm -hmm. about that like you're excited yeah and that's still back on that like do it when you have the energy for it you you know you weren't mentally like I don't want to say sane like no I I definitely was in a very um dark place and Mm -hmm. I'm I won't hide that Mm -hmm. me those last couple days in Florida um like just before Christmas it it was almost I don't even know how to describe like I was just in such a dark place that I can't even it was one of those times where you don't think you're gonna make it out alive kind of thing you know what I mean Mm. you're just you're like oh my god how can I you know get through this day it almost seems like doom is upon you yeah yeah (laughs) and um I mean yeah yeah, I definitely this rest not even not going to the gym not doing anything has allowed me to just feel my feels yeah so yeah and like you're still like keeping up with your normal like healthy routine like you Mm -hmm. still eat really well like you know you're counting your macro the sum sum I don't know how that stuff works but that's all that matters you still live a healthy lifestyle you just your comfort place is the gym yeah 
and like you enjoy going to the gym so you've just you haven't had that luxury like because of this lockdown so that's obviously a you know crappy feeling Mm -hmm. but you know you got to give yourself credit for staying on top of you know your health and that's something to be really proud of you know it's a healthy lifestyle yeah you know you're not you know it's not just going to the gym to stay fit like it's it's a whole mindset mm-hmm. and like you have to be proud of yourself for that and same with you know the non-gym goers you know i i'm not a huge gym person but i i value my health and, and i try to eat really well what you can and yeah you know without the gyms the only thing i could control was food mm-hmm. and i mean this is kind of transitioning into i i struggle with binge eating mm-hmm. and i have for over a decade now um and these lockdowns have been triggering for that so Mm -hmm. as much as i can have an absolutely perfect week with my macros Mm -hmm. because i do track um i had my first relapse in binge eating when these lockdowns first started happening again and i was so ashamed by it at first like you okay yeah i get i get a little um it's okay emotional over it but i i do want to talk about it because it's something that has affected my whole life Mm -hmm. um you know in terms of i mean i I, like i said i eat healthy and i track macros and i i take care of my body but i do struggle with binge eating and Mm -hmm. i've had many relapses in this whole pandemic and i want to be honest with everyone about Mm -hmm. it because people can look at me and say oh she probably hits her macros she's healthy whatever yeah there's a lot of i think it'll reassure a lot of people that look up to you in the fitness world that you know everybody has their demons mm-hmm. when it comes to health and fitness. nobody's perfect mm-hmm. literally nobody's perfect especially like you know the really healthy gym fit people so i think it's very strong of you to share it mm-hmm. because it'll touch a lot of people mm-hmm. And like you have to be, you know, see the positivity in all of your struggles that you've, you can be aware of it. You know, you're very conscious of this and, and your eating disorder and, you know, you don't let it take over you. It's, it's still always going to be with you. Mm-hmm. It's any, with like any disorder, you yeah. can't snap in your fingers and let it go away. And I do want to shine more light on binge eating disorder because it's at the whole opposite spectrum of what people think an eating disorder Mm -hmm. is it's easy to look you know online on social media or just in person in general to see someone who suffers with anorexia Mm -hmm. and that's because it physically shows Mm -hmm. no one would ever look at me or at least i would assume no one would ever look at me and say oh she's got binge eating disorder Mm -hmm. and i think that's why it's so i don't want to say unheard of because it it you know people have obviously heard about it but you would never know yeah and i i want to talk about you know my own triggers and how i've dealt with it for the past uh, it's honestly been over a decade now which i i can't mm-hmm. even believe but my a good chunk of my life i've been dealing with it so i think mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to just talk about like i said my triggers and yeah. being someone in the fitness tr- industry who has this disorder because mm-hmm. that alone it I mean, it's affected me in a sense where, you know, if you're if you're trying to cut, for example, and you have a, a binge eating episode, it I don't want to say it completely throws you off track, but it just it's it's so hard to remain disciplined. Yeah, 
You know well, what I mean? The thing too is like, um, it's yeah, in a physical sense, if you're a bodybuilder or you're cutting or whatever, mm-hmm. I don't know much about it, but I understand what you're explaining about it. Like, if you eat a lot, sure, like it kind of throws off what you've eaten and in, in your diet, but it's also very mentally straining process yeah I have I can't speak for you I've never I I don't personally go through that so but I can sympathize for you Mm -hmm. and I can see the how it affects you emotionally Mm -hmm. so I see that and I like you know I at least want you to be aware and anybody that really goes through it like I'm you know I can see it I can see how it hurts you but you are very strong and like you've expressed not a whole lot because you're not super open about all these things Mm -hmm. but just I could see how much you've grown you know like you talk to me about it you say okay I I had this episode you know and it's not a lot you don't share all the nitty-gritty details about it but it shows that you're trying Mm -hmm. and that's the only thing you can do with these disorders you know, like, everybody has their own personal struggles, and it's just trying. It's just trying to be aware. Yeah. Realizing your own personal triggers, or, you know, trying to be better the next mm-hmm. day. No, actually, and scratch that. I don't want to say be better. Yeah. Because you weren't being bad. Yeah. You know? I think it's, I mean, I've always heard, you know, the classic, reach out to someone, get help, whatever. I think we, well, we touched on it last I think it was last episode I don't like reaching out for help because I Mm -hmm. always felt like you know I I felt defeated but I think it was what even just last year I told you about this Mm -hmm. and since telling you it's helped me a lot because when I do have episodes I have someone who can sympathize and understand Mm -hmm. okay what was the trigger this time or Mm -hmm. you know how can we overcome this and almost reassure me like it's fine because when I was suffering in silence before I would have you know an episode or multiple episodes and I would Mm -hmm. just be completely alone yeah fighting my own battle in my head fighting Mm -hmm. the fact that I had an episode fighting the fact like whatever triggered the episode it was just a constant battle so I mean I'm not gonna tell people you know go find go get help yeah but yeah I was gonna say like personally it's just it's been a milestone for me yeah and that's really big Mm -hmm. and you should you know be proud that's you trying and doing it for yourself you're not doing it for me I'm not ever gonna pressure you be like oh tell me tell me what happened yeah (laughs) you know what happened like what what was your? but it's nice to know that I'll let you come to me and I think that's the biggest thing with disorders and you know I've gone through my own situations Mm -hmm. and then I won't get into it today but people that forced me to talk it made me feel worse because it was out of my element. I was uncomfortable. Yeah. And you came to me on your own time and and you had been suffering for years. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I kind of like knew, but I didn't know. Like, I just, I don't know, you eat a lot. Like, your <laughs> fitness. And yeah. You, you, you know, tell me, you got to eat your protein. So I never realized. And like, um, sorry, I was getting a phone call, but... I'm glad you did it on your own time mm-hmm. because it was your choice. And that was my thing from last episode is it's your choice to go tell me mm-hmm. or, or to ask me something or ask for help. It's your choice. So that's like a huge thing. Yeah. And I'm sure I can't speak for you, but it probably. It's definitely lift. Yeah. Yeah. A huge weight off my, my chest. And 
I didn't realize it would be a huge weight off my chest until I did mm-hmm. it. Until yeah. that one day, I was like, I need help. I mm-hmm. need to. And you've always been the person that I go to, but yeah. it just, I, I've opened up to you especially mm-hmm. a lot this last year, and it's helped me tremendously. Yeah. So yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if I can kind of touch on my personal yeah. relationship with food I, I don't want to take anything away from you like I feel like I'm on the other side of the spectrum with you I have I, I won't ever classify myself like any sort of severe disorder I can't self-diagnose that's for sure mm-hmm. but my relationship with food changed in the last three years probably mm-hmm. I used to be able to eat whatever I wanted like pasta is has always will be my favorite food (laughs) don't tell me otherwise it is the best food but I never thought about food until the last three years and I think that's a key word is thinking about it Mm -hmm. I think about what I'm eating and I had gone through like a pretty like toxic relationship and like breakup and after that of course just I was depressed and I, I was going through mental struggles that so I lost my appetite. I didn't choose to stop eating by any means, but I had lost significant amount of weight and people were pointing it out to me. Oh, you're so skinny. You're so skinny now. Like you need to eat. You need to eat something. Mm-hmm. And I, I know it all came from a place of concern and, and they care about me, whoever, because obviously losing a lot of weight in a short period of time scared people. Because they thought I was choosing not to eat. Mm-hmm. But it just it just happened. I had three jobs. I had a social life. I was just running around all the time. I was burning more calories than I was eating. Because I didn't stop eating. Yeah, It just kind of happened. So because I had lost weight. And I did feel more confident in myself when I did lose some weight. Because I I got the freshman 15 is what happened. You know, I, I stopped playing sports. You know, I was eating whatever. Because I could eat whatever in high school. Because I was active. Mm-hmm. So I was still having those habits without working out. So when I lost all the weight, I felt better about myself again. So what developed was this, okay, what am I putting in my body? Kind of like that toxic relationship of, oh, okay, you know, I feel better now because, yeah, I, I know what you, you mean. what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I, I enjoy eating very healthy. We've always been like that. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our mom would make us, like, broccoli, like, chicken for, like, gymnastics practices like our our break would be and i'd be so mad i didn't get like a lunchable or something because i just wanted to eat yeah we'd we prefer eating fruit than yeah candy yeah so we've always been like that kind of like health conscious yeah Yeah. um but it just got amplified because i was like i want to stay like this Mm -hmm. you know i've had to not force myself to eat but remind myself that eating a meal won't make me gain weight like i did before Mm -hmm. i'm just more conscious of it and I won't lie, like, and I, I've never really talked about it because I don't think my weight and how I look is anybody else's concern. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've had times where I'm like, like, I ate, like, shit yesterday. Like, I got to kind of two meals tomorrow. You know, I, I went through that. Yeah. Absolutely, I went through that. Now I, I have my breakfast and I know what's in it. You know, I'm conscious that I, I choose the right things and... I try to have my vegetables it's, and, yeah. you know. I was going to say, it's interesting going back to how when you had lost a ton of weight, people pointed it out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's the side of that disorder spectrum where it's, you know, 
you're looking at someone who does suffer with you know not eating Mm -hmm. and it's very obvious to other people where they say oh my god you've lost a ton of weight you know whether it's in a healthy way or not healthy way people always point out weight loss Mm -hmm. they don't look at people on the other things where putting on a healthy amount of weight or just weight in general nobody makes comments about that you know think about even i mean i was last time i was really really tiny was 2018 i think it was and you like even you could look back and yeah i was very i mean i was just working out a ton like i was just in that mindset where i just loved it mm-hmm. um but i was really tiny and then i started putting on healthier weight and when i was really tiny too another thing that's not talked about enough i lost my period right. i was so unhealthy without realizing it mm-hmm. and then when i started putting on weight nobody did the oh my god you've put on weight like good job or you've Mm -hmm. put on more muscle good job they only saw it as oh my god you were so tiny or oh you've you've lost weight yeah and that's what like that should it should just not be talked about whatsoever what's funny like not funny of course but um when people started saying like taylor like you're losing a lot of weight at first like i almost took it like i took it it was weird my mindset was weird about it they would say you're losing weight and i would almost be like happy right Mm -hmm. but then it would be negative because i'm like okay like they're noticing i i'm skinny like i need to stay like this like i want them to notice like i'm getting skinny it was like this toxic idea fueling like yeah like whether i don't know because people almost come across as if like oh you're so skinny like a compliment with and it's not their fault that they don't realize I, I was having, like, a toxic battle with food for the first time in my life, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I I never restricted my eating, but I was so hyper-conscious of what I was eating that it was driving me nuts. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't force myself to stop eating ever, and I, I'm very proud of myself for that because I could have, and I could have, you know, ended up with a, a really bad eating disorder, and I feel for the people that struggle. Mm-hmm. I'll never compare. I'll never say I had it bad. But, you know, I did have my moments. Like, I'm wor- at this point, I'm working on my healthy relationship with food. I w- I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm struggling. I'm, I'm having a hard time. All I'm doing, and I encourage others, like, have a healthy relationship with food. Like, that's the goal. Like, mm-hmm. like last night, I started eating that chocolate bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up this morning and there's a whole chocolate basket oh, yeah, my, on the I have ground. like a stash of chocolate because <laughs> I have a addiction to chocolate. It, 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 me You've saying it, you like don't that. understand. Mm-hmm. I will eat chocolate like it's not ever coming <laughs> back. Like, so I started, I was craving it. And of course, it's sitting right in front of me in my basket. So I looked at the chocolate bunny. I said, yeah, I want it. <laughs> and usually, like, I would say like, no, like I made that stash two three years ago because mm-hmm. i was like out of sight out of mind because once i start i can't stop like it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's just chocolate though i have a big weird thing with chocolate but and i took a bite and i my thought literally was okay like that's it you know i've had chocolate or dark chocolate whatever like a lot lately because i just it's part of my routine like i have something sweet and i took a bite and i put it down and then i looked at it <laughs> and i was like I want another bite. And next thing you know, I'm sitting with the wrapper, like, picking up pieces of it. And when I finished it, I... Wait, did you eat the whole rabbit? I had the whole rabbit, Katie. <laughs> I thought you were just like, that's No, I no, I ate it. But that was, like, 
that check I checked myself and I was like it's okay like okay like I maybe I didn't need it <laughs> but I I satisfied my craving and like I felt guilty at first you know I was like I shouldn't have eaten that I'm gonna gain weight like I'm gonna if I eat like that every day because I've had chocolate every day almost every day I'm like if I keep this up I mean maybe it's because sorry it's kind of funny <laughs> because when I started to gain weight my dad used to get the Costco bags of like those little like chocolate squares <laughs> and I would go up grab a handful of about 10 or 12 eat them and be like hey that's it and then I'd go up and then I'd see the bag and I would eat another 10 like <laughs> I would eat chocolate that was my breakfast lunch dinner like I literally would eat chocolate so it is a bit of a trigger because like I physically can't help myself <laughs> but I did reassure myself after I was like it's okay like I, I ate the chocolate I kinda like that you keep your stash out here because now when I get up before you or like I'm walking through the, our little living room area and I see the basket out oh, with yeah. like wrappers everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, hey Taylor, how was that chocolate last night? No, it was night? actually funny. I had <laughs> can we tell the story where you <laughs> got up in the middle of the night? So I've had a pretty bad habit lately of I I just sleep usually with like shorts or underwear and like nothing else, <laughs> and so I'm too lazy to like throw a sweater on but katie's usually sleeping okay <laughs> so it was like 1 a.m and i'm like i want some chocolate <laughs> so i come up with just like a barely a blanket covering myself and just my underwear and i look like <laughs> a gremlin like a little like in the dark i was rummaging through my chocolate thing to find something to have and then katie goes hello and i <laughs> laughed i could not stop laughing i was like if you saw me right now you would be dead. Well, it was the subtle because you came out of your room. And I was like, oh, well, like maybe she doesn't, you know, go to the bathroom or whatever. But the bathroom light never turned on, and then all of a sudden I heard like crinkling of yeah. paper, and I was like, what are you doing? It was so, and like I got, I felt like I got caught. Like I was like, oh no, like I'm so embarrassed right now. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny too is there's been a couple times. Holy Jesus, do I eat chocolate? So I have another story. But this week I like came out for my nightly chocolate. <laughs> but Katie didn't hear me that time. And I went to my room and I like, I lay down because I want to be in my bed cozy to enjoy the chocolate. I know that's so weird, no, but I, I need to you. be like, you know, in a happy place yeah. to eat it. <laughs> and I like, obviously I had like the lint chocolate wrapper or whatever and I didn't realize till the next morning that the wrappers were like in my bed like <laughs> that's how like sad that is it was, I just like unraveled it ate it and then like fell asleep with the wrappers in my bed it was a bit of a, a reality check that I needed to like relax <laughs> like, like, keep finding, yeah like lint chocolate wrappers everywhere if you look closely you'll find a few but anyways yeah I mean just in general I think a relationship with food should be it's so hard to d even define a healthy relationship with food because it's different for everyone oh yeah and even you know when I'm talking to my clients I tell them I say a healthy relationship with food is what generally it just keeps you the most sane that could yeah. be being totally strict with your food and you can get by doing that and that makes you happy mm -hmm. or it can be allowing yourself to eat the foods yeah. you want to eat 
do I believe everything in moderation? 10,000%. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why I've always told you, you know, when you would come to me like, oh my god, I ate so much chocolate. I'm like, dude, that's fine. I, every single morning, have a piece of chocolate with my breakfast. Yeah. Everything in moderation. Like, yeah. I'm not here hitting my macros to a T every single day. Mm-hmm. And that's just because if I were to do that, it wouldn't be sustainable. Yeah. yeah and that's, exactly. that's the word I'm looking for, too, is whatever is most sustainable to you and whatever can keep you on track with whatever your goals are. Mm-hmm. maintain gain lose whatever if it's sustainable to you do whatever yeah. the heck you want yeah you know I, what i mean that's yeah. why i mean i'm never gonna diet shame like when people are like i do keto i do this if it works for you then yeah be, by all means go for it yeah and that's just i'm never gonna diet shame do i think there's you know better things out there and some science proves things wrong yeah, yeah but it's whatever whatever yeah, works whatever for you. works so. for you and i i like you know you're touching on like comparison situations like um I have you know even comparing to you like you eat a very certain way mm-hmm. and sometimes I find myself thinking well I'm not eating like that so I must be doing it wrong or I also have like my friends on the other side who are very like healthy relationship with food or as far as I know I can't speak you know for yeah. them but they're they're very much like Taylor it's okay like let's go eat some pizza and I ha- I get a lot of anxiety about eating like junk food I don't really enjoy it that much and then I feel like bad because I'm like well I should eat like that I should you know let myself enjoy things but you know everybody has their own struggle mm-hmm. you know my my comfort is eating very specific foods I'm that person that fixates on a type of food for three weeks let's not forget the dates phase I do love <laughs> a good date but like my parents were buying me bags and bags and bags of dates and I would eat them like they weren't gonna exist tomorrow like I don't know I just I agree with the whole comparing thing mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'll never judge somebody for how they eat you know and I hope they wouldn't judge the way I eat mm-hmm. you know I don't I won't eat McDonald's a lot of my friends really enjoy McDonald's I just don't even enjoy it yeah so, yeah. so I just don't want to feel judged for it you know like and it's I know they're coming from a good place trying to be like yeah like let's go get some junk food yeah you know it's just my I'd rather eat uh, 10 pounds of chocolate you know so it's just preference yeah you know you enjoy you know treating yourself to McDonald's or pizza or, or not even that like smoothies whatever you eat like so much chicken and I just it's not like my thing you know <laughs> it's so stereotypical like the best is when people do ask me you know what is a day of eating look like for you and it's so classic bodybuilding type food like yeah chicken and rice broccoli yeah rice cakes you know yeah. rice crispy for the pump i mean it yeah <laughs> i'm so i mean you would know yeah. i'm a bodybuilder just by looking at what i eat but yeah so it's yeah it's like, just though. like that comparison thing like mm-hmm. never compare yourself i love what how... makes you happy and what you know you want to eat of course you know us being so health oriented i'm always like oh like eat you know something that is good for you i just like feeling good too if i have one bad day of eating i feel like mm. poo for oh, yeah. you know two three days afterwards so it's not even worth it to me because i'm so in tune with my body too i mean for example i like you know can't digest certain things i literally have food allergies and food mm-hmm. sensitivity sensitivities and when i have those days where i'm like oh whatever I instantly regret it. It'll be the yeah. next day and I'm in physical pain. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's funny talking the hyper fixating thing too. Like, I, I mean, you see what I eat in a day. I don't think what I eat in a day has changed in... Yeah, you've been pretty consistent. Yeah, lately. but it's just funny because the best too is I know that you're supposed to 
like I'm literally educated in this stuff. You're supposed to switch up your foods and you know, you're not supposed to have eggs every single day and blah blah really? blah blah. Well, there's like different things to it, but you're even just the greens that you eat, you should be switching up mm. often just for different nutrients and things like that. And I'm well educated in this. But here I am eating my yeah. two eggs. But it's and- your comfort. Like, it's <laughs> fine. Yeah. But it's just funny how we do like hyper fixate on things and uh, we just stick to it. <laughs> yeah. It's comfortable. Yeah. Like I like my oatmeal and I've had it for two weeks and I'm probably going to hate it in a week. But yeah. it's it's good for me. It's It makes me feel good and I, I'm comfortable eating it. You know, I don't think twice about it. I don't. And that's where, you know, my struggles are. Mm-hmm. I found what makes me feel safe when I'm eating it so I'm gonna enjoy it mm-hmm. and as everyone else like whatever makes you comfortable eat that don't feel any shame because the next person eats a certain way and or you know that even the people that um you know eat kind of more junk food and they don't ever gain weight or vice versa like they eat really healthy don't you know yeah. don't compare you're on your own journey you know well, one of my I mean talking about triggers when it comes to my eating disorders I have a lot of OCD tens- tendencies and I'm if my routine gets thrown off even just a little bit massive trigger mm-hmm. and I think that's why these lockdowns have been so triggering for me because right. if I don't do my routine to a T every single day it throws me in for a very mm-hmm. toxic loop where mm-hmm. I'm just yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. can't but, speak to katie unless she's had her toasted avocado <laughs> and eggs and turkey bacon i see it and i'm at least one coffee in <laughs> oh yeah i know i but i you know i have adjusted to your little tendencies but i get it yeah like yeah. i have to i mean even just the other day one of my friends um noticed how early i had gotten up for my cpr course because mm. the cpr course started at 8 30 which you know any other normal human being you know probably get up 7:45. Yeah. Be out the door by eight, eight, ten, whatever. Get there. No. No. Here I set my alarm at 5:30 in the morning because. If, <laughs> yeah, but if I don't get my morning routine in, I know it's gonna be triggering for me. Yeah. So I needed to get up. I needed to have my my coffee, my full breakfast, get ready for the day, and that's just I like doing that, mm-hmm. and that to me just gets me through. Right. Whereas if. Yeah, you know, and he made a comment. He was like, "I don't know how you got up that early if the course was at that time." I was like, "I had to." Yeah, you know, this yeah. just this is what you needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's yeah. the only sense of routine that I do have right now is, you know, my meals and things like that. Because I'm not when I'm going to the gym. I, I don't know. It keeps me on track in a sense mm-hmm. where there's that dedicated part. I have my pre workout meal. Mm-hmm. I have my post workout meal. Taking the gym out of that equation, you know, what am I supposed to do, you know? Yeah. My whole day is thrown off when it comes to meals, what I'm doing, my hobbies, work. So, yeah, it's just that these lockdowns have been probably my biggest trigger, but... Mm -hmm. But be proud of yourself for adjusting. It was hard. One week, guys. One more week. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. I'm counting down the minutes at this point. Yeah. But for all the gym goers, just even the non-gym goers, like, be proud of yourself for adjusting accordingly. Mm-hmm. And I I feel you if you've gone through it. Well, life in general doesn't prepare you for shit. But mm-hmm. life did not prepare any single human on this earth for... Uh, I was going to swear there. Yeah. A <laughs> pandemic. Like, nowhere was yeah. there any sign of this coming. We all just got slammed with it. It was yeah. like, by the way, here's a global pandemic. Do what you want with it. Um, yeah, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. 
like especially yeah. I think being in our 20s it was like uh you know everything we knew yeah. everything we were supposed to be figuring out was just stripped yeah. yeah so I'm just thankful considering I, w- I would like to believe we're on the end of it you know it'll I'll probably be like if around, not I'm moving to I'm... Europe apparently there's <laughs> yeah. like no more mandates over yeah. there <laughs> just for anybody struggling like be proud of yourself mm-hmm. yeah that's like my this empathy coming through but I we're all going through our own stuff but mm. well I mean I could easily look back and say you know because of the pandemic I had my relapse and I'm mm-hmm. ashamed of it but I still made it through yeah and it, if anything like I said I went to you for the first time about mm-hmm. it I opened up to people about it for the first time regardless of the fact it was because mm-hmm. of a relapse or not yeah it you caused know. people to change and adjust mm-hmm. and which made a lot of people uncomfortable i'm sure and just even if you made those changes like that's a step or it's trying something different and maybe it didn't work out for you maybe you tried to cope with it a certain way and it wasn't your thing but at least you tried it yeah so i don't know yeah this was this was, was good. good it this episode i don't know i'm definitely already happier with it because yeah we went into the last one with way too specific of a topic yeah that i mean eventually i think it is a topic that we can discuss but it was there was just way too many details to it that yeah listening back i was like we did not elaborate mark Mm -hmm. yeah so So i hope this one resonates with some people Mm -hmm. and which we did transition into a pretty specific topic i think food and whether it's eating disorders or relationships with food i think it will hit home for a lot of people yeah so and i i'm happy that i laid it out on the table because mm-hmm. not very many people know about my struggles with it proud of you bud thank you because <laughs> i mean you know and i yeah. like close friends know yeah. um and i think i've talked about it a little bit on my instagram maybe a few years ago yeah. but i have built a lot more um networks and relationships on social media where I want to be honest with everyone on there mm-hmm. and make people feel and less touch alone. Some so. people, even if it's one or two mm-hmm. or whatever. No, literally. If you guys are listening and you know you have either related to me or resonate with what I've dealt with in terms of food, or even with Taylor and you know her end of things, reach out to us because we'd yeah. be more than happy to answer questions or yeah. you know just reach out. Yeah, so. like I've you know we've been through these things, and if you're going through it or been through it, like. We can relate. We can yeah. talk about it. And it feels, so. it's comforting knowing you're not alone in it, which oh, I know yeah. everybody says it. Everybody's yeah. like, you're not alone. And it's like, but sometimes you do feel so alone. You, it's almost nice to be like, you go through that? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Like, I get it. Yeah. Like, I get your thoughts. Well, because yeah. it's interesting too. You know, I've personally never had a conversation with someone who has dealt with it, but it'd be interesting to know. You know, if someone comes to me and says, like, says, oh, yeah, I, I also struggle with, you know, binge eating disorder. I would love to know kind of what their triggers are mm-hmm. because it could be completely different or it could be you very could similar to me. Yeah. And I could ask them or they could ask me how we cope with the triggers or how we deal with episodes and stuff. And I think that would go a very long way. And I think that would mm-hmm. be my next step, honestly, is reaching out to someone who does also struggle with it. And I could ask them, you know, what do you do? How do you deal with? you know the pre-episode the post-episode mm-hmm. what do you what do you do who do you talk to so yeah yeah honestly if anybody wants to reach out to us and feel free yeah well this was a good one this was a really good one this I'm will be episode it. three
yeah for sure well, so. thanks for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll be we'll be on schedule next week, and we promise. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's not make promises. But <laughs> well, Sunday's the only reason, the goal. like, I had my CPR and you had work and everything. Yeah, but we do yeah. want to upload on Sundays, so this one will be up late. But yeah. Anyways, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. Catch you on the next one. See you later. <laughs>